Are you curious about launching a beverage brand in 2024? Stay tuned as that's exactly what we're going to be discussing today. Welcome to the Zista podcast where we invite industry leaders and academicians to answer questions that students have within a specific subject area. Joining us today is Suramya Kedia, who is the VP Brands and Strategic Growth at the Great Kalyan Ventures Limited. She has recently launched an RTD product called Rascal. Let's jump straight into her story, uncover the innovation and see how she always puts consumer at the heart of every venture. Welcome to the podcast Suramya. It's really good to have you here. I'm um, great to be here. Thank you. So, I'm directly going to jump on to the first question. What inspired you to pursue a career in brand development in the beverage industry? Um so many parts to this to this answer I would say. Um the first thing is that I um I am a very creative person. I mean I I did um a bachelor's and a master's degree in architecture and that sort of drew me naturally towards more creative pursuits. But I I always wanted to um work in an industry because I feel like the impact that you can have um producing products or services but in this case products of course that can go out to let's say like hundreds of thousands or you know millions of people if you're lucky um you you can have a much greater impact on many more um lives let's say you know even if it's as small as um you know give, give, giving them a drink that they can enjoy um or if you're trying to create packaging that you think um is more sustainable let's say or um you know any any number of things that you can be involved with i think i think it's a much more impactful way of um using design i think um and that's sort of number one reason for me um number two would be um of course you know like the beverage industry is super exciting i think it's one of the few industries in in india well okay not one of the few but you know one of the many let's say um there's so much potential here um that i think hasn't followed as much innovation let's say as maybe you know software industries have you know like saas everyone's always talking about saas but when it comes to consumer products so fmcg um alcohol in this case um there's just so much scope for innovation and developing new products and new ways of um even delivering let's say retailing um there was just so much scope here that i felt like it was a good place to start oh that's amazing so that's like mostly the exposure that you got was from your parents and you you had a vision that you want to add value to people impact more people so you started that so yes. although you have talked a bit about your education i wanted to ask you how has your education shaped you as an individual and a professional you know um again on many many levels um so um let's let's start with my bachelor's um that was that was in the us at wellesley college it's it's an all women's college in in massachusetts and i think the experience of going to an all women's college because i was always in a coeducational school but um the reason i chose wellesley was because I think that often I found um when you're in a co-ed environment um you like females do sort of tend to you know like step back from like leadership roles and in 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 some ways so it was very empowering to be in an in all women environment 
Um, but luckily, we also had cross-registration with a couple of schools. So I did a lot of my architecture classes at MIT, which was also a pretty mind-blowing experience. Um, and I learned there that um, if, you know, like if you have the will and determination, you can do anything. So since then, I think, you know, being thrown into the deep end, I realized um, everything is really possible. You just have to like know what's worth your time and what's worth um, the energy that you put out and how to prioritize. Um, and my master's was in um, in Denmark at this, this in this small town in Denmark called Aarhus. It's the second largest town in Denmark, so I shouldn't say it's small, but you know it's still small compared to Indian standards. Um, and um, I was really fascinated by, um, like, I, like I've always been a very abstract thinker. So I was really fascinated by multiple things. One was, um, how do you, you know, um, how do you capture like emotion, and how do you like, and and how do you um make that into physical manifestation as a building. So um, some of the work I did was um like trying to visualize sound waves, let's say, you know, or music and creating a language for, you know, um, translating music to architecture. Um, but at the same time, I got really interested in, as I was saying, industrial processes. So um, I, I, you know, very, very diverse work here. <laughs> so I also did some, let's say, projects with um, um, th that were construction related. Um, so I was I was I was looking at you know how like like potentially if you had um if if you only use robotic construction let's say in a very remote area of 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 you know like an island or or a disaster struck zone or something like that like these are potential sites um how could just one robot let's say build um like a shelter you know so I I also got to work with um like small scale. Uh, robots because they had a lot of those in in the school and it was very interesting so I guess I guess to to tie it all up um um yeah I think my education taught me versatility taught me resilience and also um instilled in me this sort of sense of wanting to add value to people's lives that's amazing so I, as since you've been in and out of the business, like since in really early age, uh, my next question is regarding that. Um, what are some of the key trends and challenges in the beverage market today? Um, okay, well, um, the key trends, uh, let's say, since we spoke about women earlier, um, the number of women drinking alcohol is growing definitely. Um, between the ages of 25 to 30, that's sort of the main demographic. So there's obviously huge scope for innovation in that space and there's a new white space being created there um um then i think more linked to what i've been recently doing the rtd the the, the ready to drink segment has been growing a lot it's roughly been around 10 percent and will continue to do so um if everything goes as predicted um until let's say um you know 2026 2027 so there's a lot of scope there as well and um cider as well so you know all these new categories are really are really growing um and challenges um 
I think the age old challenges, you know, every every state in India has its own excise laws, like own, you know, laws and regulations that are linked to the alcohol industry. And there's very high interstate duties. So if as, you know, um, like an Indian player, you want to expand, sometimes it only makes sense to bottle locally in that state. And that does tend to um, cause quite like, you know, it's, there's, there's there's quite a few hurdles it's not it's not it's not as easy as you know like launching in one state and then you're pan india so i think there there's that there's significant barriers to entry for each state that i think um has been a challenge that i've been um that that has been on my mind okay i understand like if you're marketing something like an alcohol in uh, another state that would have some certain restrictions and stuff um well the like even just the 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 duties to get into the state would be much higher because you're producing it in a different state. So you can't be as price competitive as products that are bottled oh. in that state, let's say. Um that that that's 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 one of the main ones. Yeah, which brings me to the ready-to-drink product that you have recently launched, Rascal, which I must say is like a really unique name. Uh, like the labels also stand out. So I see it comes from like a really artistic perspective. So mm-hmm. I wanted to understand what prompted you to launch Rascal. So very interesting story. <laughs> um, I like like when I say that... Um, children will always follow in their parents' footsteps. You know, I resisted that for the longest time uh, just because it was going to come to me so naturally. I didn't want to join the business at all, um, except one day, maybe like around three years ago, um, we were we were speaking and my father was, you know, really interested in like the, like the, the hard sells, the trends. And I also sort of, um, if you've heard of White Claw in the US, in the US, um, I- that's um that that's a very um um that it's it's a, it's almost a cultural phenomenon so it's basically um spirit and soda so like cells or water is just soda and it's spirit but it really like exploded in the us and um it started trickling down into different parts of the world and that was one of the main sort of indicators that the rtd boom was coming and i sort of um took that as a starting point and then basically adopted this project. And, you know, because I like to do things from start to finish. So obviously the RTD industry growing at 10% in India, worldwide is also growing uh, quite a lot. Um, But also just simply um, wanting to innovate in terms of product category, because um, like the population is growing increasingly young. So after, let's say, the the zero to 21 year age group, which is the highest, let's say, proportion in, in, in the population, the, the second highest is uh, 21 to 24. And that's sort of like, you know, that's it, it seemed it seemed like quite a shame to um, just be drinking, let's say, beer or, you know, new variations of beer or, you know, the same old spirits, because for like a younger generation who have new values and you know they're exposed to a whole new world and you know bright young minds and wanting to do so much more um and and also with with that comes um like an expanding social awareness right and and new ways of let's say hanging out or 
partying um so it's it's so it, it seemed like a good time to have um a unique product basically that's amazing so you looked at uh statistics you looked at a trend the demographics and everything and basically you went for the product that you wanted to launch and i see that the product is more like a youthful kind of uh, it mm-hmm. has given like a youthful kind of approach it has those teeth and tongue coming out of the label and yeah. also i think the tagline which says no regrets just stories yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um well yeah that that definitely is um is sort of like gen z inspired it's not specifically so the way I classify Gen, Gen Z is not just age group, but I think it's a way of thinking. So, you know, it's it's not just, um, I don't know when the age ends for Gen Z. Is it 25 or 26 currently? Um, yeah, I think something so. Like that. Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, so, so it's not just the age, but it's also the, the way of approaching things. Um, there's this sort of openness to doing things differently and doing things their own way and, you know, experimenting and like, if you fail, you fail, but it's on your terms. If you succeed, you succeed, but it's on your terms. And, um, you know, um, it's, um, you're, you're, you're no longer um, doing what your parents' generation did or even millennials did, for instance. They're sort of breaking boundaries and breaking barriers and no regrets to stories, just, sort of came from that attitude <laughs> that's amazing i think the if i go to a bar and i see the menu and i see rascal in it and i think it's something that i'll order but just because of the name just because it stands out you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> amazing so uh, moving on to the next question i wanted to ask you can you tell me a little bit more about your role as a brand developer of the company okay um, so initially I started um just 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 doing marketing for for the for the existing portfolio brands. So this was before Rascal was developed. Um and at that stage actually is when I realized that it's very hard to rescue um an old brand that might not be working. Um, because before you develop a brand, you really have to know your consumer. Um because you know that there are two strategies to selling you can push the sale to the to the consumer you know you can obviously you know like lower your prices or you know you can try to try 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 to push it that way but the only sustainable way to grow a brand um both culturally and financially is by creating a desire for for the for the for the brand in in the consumer so um I so I started by actually studying and that's what I'm currently doing like the the demographics of the of, of the geography that we're that we're mostly in to understand um like you know what motivates consumers in 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 each of in each of the, of the of the different segments that you have to sort of combine with the company's overall strategic goal so what are your financial goals let's say or you know um, your goal could be that I want to be in 10 different Indian states by the end of let's say 2024 or um, your goal could be that I want to be um, you know the company that has let's say 
random number, 30% market share in the in the vodka segment. So you kind of have to define your, your strategic goals over three to five years at, at the very bare minimum and consider what resources you have as a company. So what are your financial resources? How are you going to be spending them over the next three to five years? Um, what are your um, other advantages? Let's say you have a manufacturing um, advantage or you have um, a retail advantage. Um, you know, you, you could be a retailer um, or um, you have a strategic partnership, let's say. So you kind of have to evaluate what you want and where you are right now and then prioritize, you know, with um the with the different segments and that's kind of how you'd you'd approach either developing or growing a brand sometimes it could also include um axing a brand so maybe a brand is just no longer working with your goals and that can be a very painful process but i think that sometimes has to be done in in the in the service of the greater good for the company so kind of like revamping a brand or changing a few things just um well like you like you would do studies you know you can you can do consumer surveys let's say you can test okay um first of all if if a brand isn't working you kind of have to find out okay why isn't it working you know is it is it actually the packaging or have i not got the message out to consumers or is my distribution network not um not as good as it should be you know should i be available in more shops or should my sales team be pushing more or you know what's going on there like you kind of have to figure that bit out first um and once you know the problem then you kind of have to suggest solutions okay if i fix this will consumers like it or not and there are many agencies out there who um you know do consumer research for you and help you out with that if you're comfortable, maybe you could share a few examples, like one of, a few of those strategies that have worked or something that has, uh, that, something that you changed and it worked out well. Um, I can talk about Roscoe. Maybe that might, uh, that yeah. might be um, very simple example. Um, like the packaging we just worked on, like this is maybe the third or fourth iteration. And I mean, I, I was I was quite determined that it would that it won't go out into the market unless the packaging, the blend, um, everything is market tested, and that can be kind of a a considerable initial investment upfront. But I think um, you know, then the numbers will speak for themselves once the brand is is out in the market, and um, and and then consumers and. Are, are actually sort of appreciating the the product because you did take consumers opinions and and also opinions of people in the trade because at the end of the at the end of the day you you need them to stock the product or you know advertise the product on your behalf to to the consumer so it it has it has worked well for Rascal and i mean i'm quite pleased to say that in the first month itself of you know being launched we launched in november um in 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 mp which is where the which is where our distillery is and and a manufacturing plant um and that's sort of like a pilot state it's 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 achieved um approximately seven percent market share in the first month which is sort of quite 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 unheard of for 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 for, for a new category so you know i think if you if you do the groundwork and you know you you're patient and you know you can the the results justify justify it 
that's amazing that that are, those are some of the amazing insights that you have shared i'm sure it will help someone who's like planning to start their career in the beverage industry thank you so much for joining us today suramya thank you thanks for having me it was a me. pleasure speaking to you likewise thank you i hope you liked the session suramya has shared some amazing insights and learning and i'm sure there'll be something that you have picked out from the session for me it was how you should put the consumer at the heart of everything If you like the content we share, do subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Till we meet again, I'd say stay curious.